systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Hello and welcome to the Jamble. Today is Saturday, September 25th, 2021, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. And this is episode 759, com. Check it out. <clears throat> Once a week here, usually streaming live from the Ardabs Discord. Uh, hit the link right on the site. It'll take you right there. Uh, Want to mention, been getting some good sales on Bandcamp. Definitely appreciate everyone who's scooping up the Greatest Hits album. I uh, want to say that I am finally starting to work on the next set of beats for the next project, whatever that ends up being. Uh, got probably 10 or 12 beats that are like ready to go back through and like, you know, fine tune and, and all that. So probably make like 15 or 16 total and then go back into writing mode and, and start cranking out work on the, the next album. A- so didn't you have like 70 or something like that you said you had made before and you chose out just a couple? Yeah, I mean, albums? I keep like an ongoing count of like when I first started them. So I'm on beat 94, 95 or something since I started making beats. I'll just say it. Are there no other beats within that? No, I, I move on. Once I finish a batch, like if I don't use it, it's just dead. It's dead to me. Okay. I'll just make new ones and uh, see what happens. Okay, then. Had some feedback. People said I should make a crypto album focused on all of the current events in the crypto world. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't usually write, like, topics like that. It just comes to him freely. I listen to the beat, and the beat tells me what to write, so... There's never really like a, a, a set topic for a, an album or a, a song for that matter. Like some things I'll have an idea of what I want to say. Like when I was writing that Acid Head track, because I just finished that Acid Dreams book. So like all that stuff was kind of fresh in my head. But usually just like the barkeeper stuff, like every week they spit a new beat out and then you have the week to write to it. Like that's pretty much how I make my albums also. I just like spit a new beat out, and then see what it wants me to say. And then I say it. <laughs> Just reference after random reference. Uh, but yeah, I definitely appreciate everyone scooping it up on, on Bandcamp. So thank you. MattLee.Bandcamp.com. You can check it out there. Uh, also want to mention Wednesday, September 29th, is the Daddy Shark NFT launch date. If you want more info on that, check out the blog over on daddysharktoken.com slash blog. There's a SharkCast episode 9 over there, which will give you kind of uh, an up-to-date status on, on what's going on. And then there's an AMA that got released prior to that. Uh, and both of those are now up on the Daddy Shark Token blog, so check that out. Uh, we're doing 10,000 unique sharks NFTs on the Smart Chain network, so uh, pretty excited. This will be cool because uh, most NFTs, like if they're on ETH or even Solana, like the fees 
costs more than the NFT itself. Like when I bought Ant's NFT of the weed, he took a picture of weed while he was here and then he made an NFT and I bought it. Like the gas fee I had to pay cost me more than the NFT did. Actually, I don't think it was the weed one because the weed one he did on Smart Chain, which is lower fees. Um, one of them I bought, it was like way more. Maybe it was the crates. Our homie Vinter made crates when the crate challenge was going on. So he made 42 crates, <laughs> then minted. Uh, and those were on ETH. And those definitely cost more than uh, the gas fees cost a lot more than the actual NFT. So well, being on smart chain should hopefully allow us not to have that issue. That and like there's a game like we're not they're not just NFTs so there's actually going to be a use for them instead of just being like look at this fucking rock i bought for 100 grand <laughs> like look at me investing like an adult a game i like games but yeah there'll be like a card game to it so the point of it is to not only have 5 of them get minted for like $1000 each you know like we want all 10,000 obviously to be minted uh, and the more that get minted the but let's more fucking interactive do something with them too yeah you okay. can play the game with them so i think that's cool i i would much rather go can for can we make a shark where we kill lionfish Yes. Where you just go around and kill a lionfish. Yes, there's a lionfish update coming to the next shark copter game yeah. where the enemies will be lionfish, which <laughs> is awesome. Um, but yeah, that's coming out the 29th, so definitely keep an eye on that. I, I would much rather sell like a thousand one dollar NFTs to get them into people's hands because they are really fucking cool than like five $1,000 ones where only a few people have them. So these are for the people. For sharks, by sharks, by <laughs> shark. So, uh, yeah. And then the lionfish thing BJ just mentioned on September 30th, the great culling will take place. Uh, lionfish, if you don't know, are super invasive species. And there's a. Uh, there's some money to be made there going out and slaying them and then selling the, the fish. So uh, we spent some of our charity wallet funds on chartering a boat. We got a couple cool daddy shark token flags that'll be flying on the boat. Uh, we got a captain, we got the crew and uh, yeah, they're going to go down there and they're going to clean up the ocean of lionfish, which I think is fucking awesome. I'm all about a good fishing trip. The line, like I've been reading a lot more about them and they're pretty fucked up. So it's, it's, we're doing good work. Do you think Dana ever killed him? You know, mm. living down in Florida and loving to be a fishing girl? I would assume so. I, I don't know. You'd have to call up the prison and ask her. <laughs> Jail right now. Probably prison soon, but she's sitting in county. Or at least was the last time I checked. When you uh, first mentioned it. Also want to mention, if you're in the RDAB's Discord, we're doing another partners giveaway. Uh, this time, Blitz's stash, a.k.a. our friend over at Unmarked Gravesite. He's the dude that made the cool uh, hand wood crafted dabbers that uh, I've been using lately. Him and High by Design. And High by Design has an Etsy shop that's just High by Design. Uh, I'll put links to it in the show notes here at thejamhole.com. You can check it out. 
but they're doing a giveaway if you hit up the announcements channel right here in the Dabs Discord. It's at the top under the welcome section. There's a channel called announcements, and all the rules and details are there. So definitely uh, hit the react buttons, hit the emotes, get signed up if you want to win. What I don't even know what they're giving away. <laughs> That's how out of touch I've been lately. Uh, oh, cool. They're giving away a fucking... Uh, some dabbers, the wood dabbers that Blitz makes. Custom red and white wax tools with a stainless steel spear tip, handcrafted by Blitz. And then High by Designs giving away uh, the Big Dab Caddy Space. It's a gray sparkle <laughs> color crafted by uh, by Jervin121, who's the cat behind High by Design. And you can check out his shop at etsy.com slash shop slash high by design. So check it out. And he's also got a coupon code. If any of y'all dabs or jam hole cats want to use it, get 10% off. Uh, the coupon code is rdabs10, the letter R for our dabs and uh, the number 10. So I'll put links to it all in the show notes at the You can check it out. It ends when, when does it end? Sunday. Oh, shit, it ends tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, hurry get up and up get there. entered. That's right. <laughs> uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So that's 4 Pacific? 4, 5, 6, yeah. 4, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern uh, tomorrow, which is Sunday. So check it out. Those wood stuff, I, I, I like them a lot. Like the I wood thought- trays he makes and then the wood dabbers that Unmarked Gravesite makes. Like that shit's really dope. The dabbers kind of make me feel like the dude went to prison at some point <laughs> in his life and had to like make shanks and shit while he was in there. And they then do came be out sharp. and was like, you know what? I could make a hobby of this where they're gorgeous and people would use these. They are definitely sharp. I've poked my hand a couple times, like <laughs> doing the reach and trying to grab something out of the dab tray. And I'm like, ah. Could you not see if like you were in prison? They're cool, how though. that would be like a perfect fucking shank. Yeah, I don't think people are doing dabs in prison. Well, I didn't say they were doing dabs. I'm saying the like, the style of it. Like, if you critiqued that why you were in prison and then came out and found like, hey, I could do some like shit with this. I'll have to ask him, hey, uh, (laughs) unmarked gravesite, did you come up with this idea while you were in prison? (laughs) Have you ever been to prison? Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's in the announcements channel. Definitely check out DaddySharkToken.com. Get ready for the NFTs. Uh, you'll be able to buy them using BNB. So get some beans ready. And uh, the pricing is up also on the latest blog post there, DaddySharkToken.com slash blog. I believe it's like 0.1 or no, it's 0.2 something for one, 0.5 for three, and then 0. something for 10. You get a 10 pack for a little cheaper. So well, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? That's right. Two Buying for five, two for five, baby, two for five all day. Let's go. Uh, Royal Oak Man has been charged with a little indecent exposure following an incident at a car dealership Thursday evening. This happened in Rochester Hills. Is this Jersey? It's a Jersey thing. Okay. Uh, Oakland County Sheriff's Office said a 40-year-old Raul Mitra was arrested outside the Fox Volkswagen buildings. After a call came in about a suspicious person, she's just sitting in the car being all suspicious. What, what? What was suspicious about? What this was man? suspicious about this man? Was it the fact that he was wearing a silk mask or bondage gear and women's lingerie without any pants? Perhaps that that's suspicious. I'm not sure if I go with suspicious. I go with kind of weird. Just being really out in the middle sus- of like yeah, same an, thing. Okay. 
You could be suspiciously weird. Okay, that and I can weirdly suspicious. Uh, they say that he was lying on the front seat of the car with the driver's side door open and genitals exposed. <laughs> Just like flayed <laughs> <Yo>. out. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want some of this? Damn. It's just right here. Just Come full bondage gear. Somebody left their sub in the car. I wonder if the he was high and cracked. just like passed out that way. I, if I get high, like I'm definitely making sure I take my laundry and my bondage gear off <laughs> before I fucking <laughs> end up passed out. I don't know. Just damage control, you know? This is not good. Uh, deputies ordered him out of the car. The scene was photographed and posted on OnlyFans. Uh, Mitra was arraigned in 52-3 to three district court and got $2,000 bond. Uh, indecent exposure is a misdemeanor. Three months in jail he could get. So, so he got bonded out for being uh, yeah. bondaged up. Uh, OnlyFans money is pretty, pretty good money, I hear. But is he getting it, or is someone was someone else took that and was like, Haha, probably let me put this his up. dom, right? You can't be a sub without a dom, and if you're in there with the BDSM gear on, I bet it was like some sort of weird play that people do. You know, how like dudes are into getting like financially cucked. They have like these weird fetishes that that involve like their credit cards and shit, and like kind of. I guess the whole thing is like handing control over to somebody else and then having them like dehumanize you over it or something i i don't know i don't fully understand it it's not really my thing but i can appreciate it so you these, do you these uh, dudes like, will like like they'll find a chick that does this like that's her service she's right? a financial I fetish cuckist cuckatry <laughs> and uh yeah i guess the the dudes just like give them their cards and then the chicks make the dudes do all these like humiliating things otherwise they'll like drain their bank accounts or or let their wives know or something like it's a whole I could interesting get down with that. power I could do that. struggle i guess are you doing that currently no, but i could do that you definitely could <laughs> you could demoralize and dehumanize the shit out of some shit i bet especially if you got paid for it oh yeah i used to do it as a teenager just for fucking fun <laughs> I got your credit card. It'd be a shame if your wife were to see all these dildos I just purchased from you. <laughs> no, not that part. But I was really, really good at doing that to people. Because Stealing from them? No, dehumanizing them and putting them down harshly to where oh, they were okay. just... Yeah. Really? I had... There were a couple years where I was really mean. Hmm. Go on. It was just like... Being in the group homes and being small, oh, like okay. I was smaller, so every like I got picked on. So this isn't like adult BJ. This is like group home foster BJ. Yeah, I got you. And I didn't throw down with fists most of the time. I could if like they came My at me. My words are weapons. Oh yeah, I'm just, rubber and you're glue. I would just <laughs> throw you. Like awesome. I would make you smaller and smaller till you felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> And they would no longer bother Jesus. me. <laughs> I only had to do it once or twice. And then they're like, <laughs> like, it's this weird. I don't know. want to go back to therapy. Uh, so we aren't. I don't know why all these kids are killing themselves, sir. No idea what happened. Called him a little bitch. <laughs> 
this is kind of cool. The uh, robo calls, I guess, are hopefully going to start coming to an end. It says uh, that would make that me so happy. The deadline for phone companies to block robo calls is next week. Representatives for AT and T, Verizon, and T Mobile all said on Friday that they will meet that deadline. And if you didn't know, scam robocalls have been illegal since 2009, but U.S. law cannot be enforced overseas, which is where a lot of the calls originate. So Congress passed a law two years ago requiring U.S. telecommunications companies to implement new technology to identify and block the calls. And they sure as shit can identify them. Oh, yeah. I got I got pixel technology on my phone. Like, I don't even answer my phone. My assistant does. Mine, too. My my phone is my assistant. <laughs> but I look down at it and, you know, like, and you she see be the screening calls, man. She's screening calls left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the podcast we were listening about earlier, those fucking I get the Amazon ones and I get the. The, um, car the car insurance. warranty. That's I used so to answer crazy. the the car insurance one and like ask, "Oh my god, which car is it?" and just get into it. <laughs> and then by the end, it'd be like, "I just want you to know, I don't even fucking own a car. I don't have a fucking driver's license, so go the fuck away." You thought you were fleecing me? Well, guess what? I just <laughs> fleeced you. How's it feel? You fuck? some days I have nothing better to do, or at least that's how I felt at one point in life. I just time cucked you. What's up now? Uh, It says the original deadline was June 30th, but the FCC gave firms a 90-day grace period, which ends on the 28th of September, which at the time of recording this is in three days. Uh, The technology framework called Stir or Shaken works like this. When someone is making a call, their carrier verifies their number. As the call travels to its destination, any intermediate carriers along the way also verify the number. Finally, the phone company of the person on the receiving end of the call also signs off, allowing the call to go through. That sounds like a lot of snooping on the phone lines. I mean, obviously, well, like, they've been doing this for years, snooping, but... Well, like, because a lot of it, they do, um, they take someone else's number and they call you. Like, I've called numbers back that don't have anything, you know, that have just blanked nothing, you know, in the voicemail and shit and i've called some of them back at certain points in life and it's always just another poor montana because i have a montana number so it's montana calls that come in and just one well, of those a lot of people. those are spoof though too. right that's like what I'm they're saying. not like, using the real phone number that they're calling right from. that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like they go through that so if they were as it says verifying them along the way so if it comes back and it's like that's not direct from that 406 number, then yeah. they're like, sorry, dude, out of the way. Move on. Uh, it says next Tuesday is when the FCC will start to actually be shutting down calls from companies that don't have compliant technology. Uh, Kate Craig, state director for the North Carolina chapter of Consumer Advocate Public Interest Research Group, said Friday, Quote, their calls to other networks may be blocked if their technology to block these robocalls is not up to date. So you're saying you're hiring a robocop to handle these robocalls. Interesting. Uh, These are frustrating and annoying calls. They also victimize many folks, she said, noting that the calls are responsible for more than $10 billion in fraud losses every year. That Amazon one, like... When you sit there and like, I knew I didn't even have an Amazon account, or if I did, it was just like to make, uh, you know, lists and shit. Like I didn't actually. So, it was really interesting to hear how, like, legit the Amazon one sounds, 
which is like was scary to me. So I actually called Jojo and I called my mom and so, explained like, OK, if this happens, do not fucking, you know, because older people are the ones that usually get victimized because they're like, fuck. Oh, yeah. My grandpa would always get calls from people pretending to be us like his grandkids and then <laughs> saying shit like I'm in jail. I need bail money. And like we ended up having and like my grandpa used to be a cop and shit like he's real smart, but he's like really old now. So we ended up having to like have a safe word that like whenever I call him, I will just say this word and he'll know it's me. <laughs> Which is like the dumbest thing, but it works. And did he you did. I think still get he those got, candy canes for me for Christmas. He got <laughs> fleeced for probably like five racks uh, when this was all happening. So, and he felt really bad about it because he's like, "I'm, I'm fucking. I know better than that." He, he, I, I hadn't heard him that upset in a minute. So, it definitely sucks. It's happening. Hopefully, this kind of cuts down on it. That slip got him, and he felt fucking. I'm curious who's scamming harder: the BSC network in shit coins or robocalls? <laughs> Ten billion a year. How much fraud do you think happens on these rug pulls in uh, shitcoin land? You think about ten billion? It's a lot of money. I don't really know, but yeah, I bet you they're they're probably a Next, little bit more. It's probably the same people. God right, they're making cheats. double. They're backing up on it. You uh, know the robocalls, how they spam them and shit. Or yeah, as we were saying, when I was at JoJo's house, there was a call from JoJo's. There was a call on JoJo's cell phone that was her house number. Like, hmm, pretty sure that you're not calling yourself right there. It's sitting right there. The call originated from inside the house. Yes, but the <laughs> cell, phone, but the phone is sitting right next to us. Uh, so we says, had a good giggle about that. Last year, North Carolinans filed nearly 132,000 robocall complaints with the FCC. Among the biggest companies, 16,149 imposters, 11,859 warranty scams, and 6,500 debt reduction calls, and then 4,841 medical calls. Damn. <laughs> Uh, robocalls are already decreasing in advance of the deadline. Craig said they dropped by about a third over the summer as phone companies adopted the new protections and they should drop more next week. So it'll be interesting to see it, Things like this are always like the never ending game of whack-a-mole. It's like, we'll put these things in place to prevent it. And then the they find a way around it. They'll then, always find a way around it, it. Just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But we'll be okay for maybe like six months. Like, Till they find something to go around it that's legit for that's not really legit, but more legit loophole. It's yeah. a loophole, loophole, bitch. Uh, this is kind of interesting. A man claims to be a time traveler who has visited the year twenty one eighteen. He said that he has photographic evidence of what the future has in store. His name's Alexander Smith. He said that in 1981, he traveled to the future on a top-secret mission for the CIA, adding that it was an experiment he would never forget. And, you know, to be perfectly frank with you all, I'm inclined to believe this gentleman at this point in time. In this timeline, in, in the things that are happening in this world, why the fuck not? You know? Why, why couldn't he? CIA did all sorts of crazy shit, you know? Why the fuck not? Uh, he said that aliens will soon visit the Earth and make contact with world leaders and that later, World War III will break out after a conflict between the U.S. and North Korea. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, right now, that's not a very hardcore prediction. Bring it on, bro. Like, obviously, there were always going to be World War Three, And right now, Korea and us are kind of already that way. Like, how many more buttons is it going to take for that to actually be pushed? I don't know. But look at you getting all political. Good for you. Uh, to back his claims, it's Alexander not political. took it's a f- just knowing like what's going on like, in the world of <laughs> politics. Okay. Uh, to back his claims, Alexander took a photograph with him and presented it on air, and it appears to show a futuristic city with green skyscrapers. <laughs> well, all in. He said, quote, I visited the year 2118 as part of top secret CIA mission. As to my knowledge, it was one of the first times that time travel had successfully been completed. I went to the future and then back to the past and then back to the future. Three. <laughs> this happened in 1981. While in 2118, Alexander claims to have learned a lot about their past, which is our future. He said, aliens do visit us. They're intelligent extraterrestrials that come to Earth. This is in the mid 21st century. So look forward to that. Uh, There's actually contact with intelligent extraterrestrials long before it was revealed to the public. Hmm, interesting. These aliens don't necessarily live among us, but they do visit from time to time. He said there are many threats to the human race. The number one threat to humanity as we know it is is global warming. (laughs) Wow, Sherlock, you don't fucking say. As I say, his (laughs) predictions are very, like... (laughs) Shit that I could have uh, came up with. Yeah. Calm down, Nostradamus, all right? We get it. Now that John Tate guy, I'm more, like, I don't know if you know anything about him. But Is that the dude from the the Terminator movies? That was John Connor. No, he came from sometime in the future. I can't remember how far out. And he was coming back to go to the 1980s because of a special programming that was on the old Apple uh-huh. like thing uh-huh. that they need to like restart shit or something. Yeah, he, he didn't say specifically restart shit, but that they was specific and they needed it in the future. Sure, and that makes total a sense. A lot of like his predictions, like that you listen to. Like, there's basically one that's straight up about the two towers being taken out, and that was done by our own country. (laughs) And he went through all these things that, you know, and that was a dis, you know, that was years and years ago. This isn't something that recently happened when it, like, was fresh in his mind. Like, that shit is straight up. As I said, something I could have came up with. And, you know, as I said, at this point in time, I am inclined to believe them. YOLO. I believe they're out there. Like, I don't. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, global warming, rising sea levels, as well as the increase in CO2 in our atmosphere. Alexander went to make a grim revelation about World War III, sharing that soon we'd be in conflict, but that ultimately it would make the world a better place. Yeah, okay. A little nuclear fallout. It's fine. We're making the world better. Get rid of all the <laughs> shitty people? Just stay underground for the next 500 years. We're busy up here uh, making the world better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It'd be a long time before it would make it better, but... He said borders began to become meaningless and the people began to have a love and appreciation for life. Is that what we're doing? Is that what this is called? All right, all right. You guys, check out all this love and appreciation I have for life. 
as I drop these bombs on life. <laughs> uh, watch me love and appreciate this life as I steal all their money. Did you see how much I just love that guy? I just loved him into being broke and homeless. Women do that all the time. Yeah. Women also love and cherish life. <laughs> uh, he said one of which would inspire them not to inflict any type of harm upon their neighbor. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, so, yeah, comments looking pretty good. What drugs has he been on? Uh, I've traveled in time to the past, and I, too, have photos to prove it. <laughs> And he's telling us about his top secret mission now because, oh, God, good for him. You know, he's in the paper and I'm not. So, you know, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know who else is in the paper and I'm not? This fucking priest. You know what he did to get there? <laughs> Take another a wild kid. Guess. Another kid. No. Uh, <laughs> during a recent victory thon, I guess that's a thing. On the Victory Channel, I guess that's a thing, evangelical pastor Jesse Duplantis said that the reason Jesus hasn't come back yet is because people aren't donating enough to their churches. Fuck yeah, that's exactly why, guys. Duh, you guys. Jesus, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but check this out. It's really far from heaven. Jesus don't have a car or anything. Like, he's got to take a, a plane <laughs> or a train or an automobile or, you know, some other form of, of heavenly transportation. And that shit ain't cheap. That shit is not cheap. All right. I don't know. I've been watching so, Lucifer. If you and want Jesus to come back. Wings and they just come down. Yeah, that's and then not they Jesus. just go back the fuck up. Yeah, that's not Jesus. You don't think one of those angels should no, fly his ass no. down? I don't think that's how I mean, it works. I mean, they're flying their babies up to see their daddy and yeah, shit. I don't like, think so. that's how it works. No. Nope. Well, it's about as realistic as think, they themselves are, so... I think you guys just need to donate more money so that we can build this spaceship, so that we can build this tractor beam, so that we can get Jesus there, you know? That's all it takes. Just money. He said, quote, I honestly believe this. The reason why Jesus hasn't come is because people are not given the way God told them to give. <laughs> I realize that I will not move people emotionally to give. I'm going to have people move according to the word of God. What is God saying to you? Listen, if people would call this number and put this victory all over the world... Every available voice, every available outlet, God the Father would say, Jesus, go get him. Mm -hmm. Because you see, he wants to see us as much as we want to see him. And so what's hindering all these things is because people are not doing enough in the financial realm. Mm. We're living in an economic world, people. I would like to see what his car and his house look like. So I don't have a problem with giving. I don't have a problem with receiving. <laughs> Pitcher and a catcher. Uh, it doesn't make any difference. I just made up my mind. I want Jesus to come. I want Jesus to come. How much does it cost to get Jesus to come all over your face? I don't know. Praise and Lord. I wouldn't want to know. Like, I w <sighs> the whole, like, Jesus and God thing really... <laughs> You guys are they just not me. giving enough money. 
That's pretty brilliant, though, if you think about it. Like, from a, f- from a scam point of view, if you get all these people and they believe in this thing, because if they don't, they're going to burn in hell forever, and then you tell them you guys want Jesus to come back, like, you just got to pay more money. Duh. It's pretty (laughs) much all churches do that, but he's taking it to extreme. He's encouraging it even more. Like God laid it out. He said, "I'll take your ten percent, and it better be the first ten percent. I don't want the change. All right, I want that first ten percent, and we'll call it a tithing because extortion sounds evil. You give, and I'll give you ten times full in the future. Now, what God didn't say is that." If you give 10%, it's going to take Jesus about 50,000 years to come back. Now, you give 20%, I might be able to finagle that time frame down a little bit. And you give 50%, well, I'll tell you what, Jesus is going to be knocking on your door first thing in the morning. Can I get an amen? Wow. Hallelujah. Not too much amen and on that shit. That's pretty it's, messed up, but props to the hustle. I, I respect the hustle. <laughs> I know. it's so, There's that part, too. It's like hard to be like, oh, well. So, you guys, if you want this chart to be green, if you want this token to do well, you just got to give more money to God. And when I say God, I mean this wallet address that I put <laughs> right here on the screen. Now, you dig deep. We accept BNB, we accept Cardano, Ada, we accept Bitcoin. You want you want Jesus to come back. You just got to send us that that sweet sweet crypto. Uh, in Oklahoma City, officials say an Oklahoma woman was taken into custody after she was seen driving on the bike trail. <laughs> Pedestrians and bicyclists at this busy lake had to jump out of the way as the driver drove nearly a mile along the pedestrian trails at Lake Hefner there in Oklahoma City. So this is kind of what you see when you were at that other place working. Kind of. I, I don't <laughs> think I ever saw anyone actually like riding down a, a bike trail like that, but maybe. I thought you said you did, but... I could be wrong. I may have. And at the park, the there was. Guys. There was definitely people doing that shit at the park, but that wasn't like while I was working. Uh, about 7 o'clock, we're standing by the stop sign over there, and a car hits the curb and flies over the guardrail, continues driving down the bike trail at Lake Hefner towards the pedestrians. People who were exercising and walking their dogs on the trail had to hop out of the way. They were terrified. They were standing in awe, watching the car fly by after they Some ran into the grass. Serious lifestyle, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Distracted driving. That was a good segment back I in the day. I think she may not have known where she was at that point. Hmm. Uh, now, are we talking because she hadn't been there before or because she know. was too intoxicated? She was probably too texting, maybe a little intoxicated. I don't know. Uh, she eventually turned the car around, drove back to where she entered the trails, coming to a stop in the parking lot near a restaurant. In the back seat, officers found a child and a car seat not strapped in. Oof. That's a harsh one. Oof. If you're going to roll like that, you got to at least buckle up, you know? Drunken, drunk driving, <laughs> child endangerment. At least those two. 
Who knows what else they might charge her uh, with? Yep, she smelled like the booze, the cops said. Police can't tell us her relationship to the child, but they say thankfully neither of them nor anyone else was hurt. Jesus. They can't say her relationship to the child. That's questionable. Well, in we itself. don't really know where she got this child from, and like neither of them are white, so we didn't really do any investigations. We made a uh, comment on the news, <laughs> and then we just, no, oh, nobody said that that was their baby. Okay, cool. Any of y'all missing this brown baby? No? All right. I guess you're both going to jail. <laughs> Fucking Oklahoma, dog. Uh, this is kind of weird. I didn't know that this was even a thing. I guess, like, there's a a balloon community? Like, a big hot air balloon community? Like, I, I guess I knew that was a thing. I just never really, like, looked much into it. Uh, but recently here in New Mexico, uh, uh, they say after this toxicology report showed a pilot involved in New Mexico's deadliest hot air balloon crash had drugs in his system and fellow balloonists... <laughs> Uh, they're calling for drug testing for pilots now. According Whoa. to the report, Nicholas Molesky had THC and cocaine in his system at the time of the crash that killed himself and four others. In a city known okay. for its beloved hot air balloons, June's deadly crash rocked many and is still fresh in their minds. <laughs> I've seen the like communities of them on TV and shit. But I've never. How's that boon- balloon ride though? Just taking bong hits and smoking crack, <laughs> or I guess coke, snorting, snorting coke. Well, I didn't say how he took it. Yeah, I assume they would have said crack if it was actual crack, but you never know. Uh, it says Thomas says he's getting that- it in Mexico. He doesn't need to cut it. Yeah, that's true. Like it's the fresh, <laughs> he's fresh. good to go. And he says it's a reminder that things need to change when it comes to balloon flight standards. <laughs> we uh, do you think he flew it across? Like that's how he was crossing the American border with it. No, I don't was, think so. Oh man, that'd uh, be kind of cool. We don't do drug testing. I think we should. As a matter of fact, I went on the forums today and suggested that all commercial pilots do a hair follicle test, and was immediately banned from the forum. Oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just like That's the good. pilots being like, Thomas, shut the fuck up, bro. You ever fucking try and do one of these flights sober? God, it's fucking hell. Uh, all five people on board the balloon were killed, including Molesky and two families involved in APS. Some local pilots say they should be held to a higher standard <laughs> and hope the ballooning community can learn from this. When you're driving a car, you can always pull over to snort your coke or smoke your weed. But when you're in, a, in the air, you can't pull over. <laughs> He's pulled to the side, I guess. Uh, he says as long a, as you got your navigation shit, like, fuck it, right? Yeah. I mean, as long as there's nobody else in the hot air balloon with, but I mean, in this case, he was. But if he was alone, like, I'd say, fuck it. Yeah. Like, smoke if you want to party up there. Party up there, man. Why you know the fuck else navigate? would you fuck be it. a balloonist? Like, that's literally why I got into being a balloonist. Like, your phone balloon. still has the navigational beaker, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what they're talking about, but. E for effort. No, I'm saying like in the sky. He, if yeah. He's floating around up there. He's not. No. Even if he gets lost, <laughs> once he comes down, like he's going to be fine. Jesus Christ. Uh, News 13 spoke with toxicology experts who say the levels of THC and cocaine found in Molesky's blood were more than enough to get this party started. <laughs> 
to cause impairment. Thomas says, while it should be a no-brainer for pilots to do drug tests, some are already pushing back at the thought. Yeah, because fuck you, that's why. Well, because they're going to block the THC, too, and nobody wants that. Definitely nobody wants that. Uh, quote, I know there's a lot of people that don't think it should be done because it probably costly, but what's the cost of one life, much less five? Those hair follicle tests are really no, costly. Give me a minute and I'll give you a number. Uh, the hair follicle will go back in time. Most people may not feel comfortable about it, but maybe those are the ones who shouldn't be flying. Oh, yeah? Well, now nobody's flying. How, how do you like that? The last six months of your life. Molesky's family says they're reviewing toxicology report and asked for privacy at this time. Yeah. Uh, News 13 also reached out to Balloon Fiesta representatives to see if future Fiestas couldn't or could see drug test requirements for pilots in light of this report, but they chose not to discuss any future decisions. That's because they're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. We're not having Bro, this talk I'm literally because in we're a just hot avoiding air, it. I'm like in a basket attached to a hot air balloon. If I want to do drugs, I'm going to do drugs. Like, fuck out of here. And I'm saying, as long as you're not responsible for people. I mean, he had a few people he was a little responsible for. There's some kids. I mean, you might. Yeah. In this case, I disagree with his decision. But huh. if you want to go up it's there and do drugs you. just for fun, fucking go do it, buddy. Go have some fun. Just don't put other people's lives in danger. And if you're up there by yourself, you're not putting you're like nobody else other than you. What if you're too fucked up and you crash your balloon into some power lines, and then that kills people? Yeah, fly exactly. higher than the power lines. <laughs> exactly. A woman is facing manslaughter charge after allegedly killing her boyfriend by throwing a mobile phone at his head during a violent row. Wow. Twenty-two years old. Roxana Adelina Lopez has been made a formal suspect in an ongoing probe. Uh, she's been allowed to remain on bail. Her partner identified as Luis Dario Gontoy. She's expected to allege she picked up the mobile phone and used it as a missile to defend herself after being beaten around the face, around the face, by her boyfriend. The phone hit him in the temple and he died after going to the hospital AE unit <laughs> complaining of severe migraines. <laughs> Damn. You know, she felt death, she even. was like, fuck, I was not trying to kill him. I don't know. It depends on how many times he's beat her beforehand. Yeah, I don't think, though, if you're going to kill somebody, I don't think throwing a phone at them is going to be like your M.O. You know? Well, it wasn't your intention, but like, do you really how much do you give a shit if you've been beaten for the last? No, I know like, that. I'm just saying, I don't life? think I don't think in her mind she was trying to kill it. No, not at I all. I think she just lost her shit through the thing that she had in her hand, which is obviously always our phones at this point. And scored a lucky critical hit. Right. Self-defense, just trying to get away. But yeah, if he's beating her anyway, I mean, yeah, you kind of deserve that, bro. Uh, he died April 18th, eight days after the incident. News of his death only became public today as it emerged that she is the center of a court probe. Uh, she's yet to be charged with any wrongdoing as prosecutor will only submit an indictment shortly before any trial takes place. The victim's mom went to the cops asking them to take Action against the suspect after he died in San Bernardo Hospital uh, following an operation for severe brain injuries. He's said to have suffered after being hit in the head. Well, maybe his parents should have had 
better. Yeah, you don't know though. Maybe skills. she was a bitch and she kept egging him on, and he finally beat her a bunch. <laughs> I don't know. I, you can't really justify that. Women can be bitches though, and I. I don't want to justify hitting them, but I can understand why somebody may want to smack a bitch sometimes. I mean, I can understand know. wanting to hit people. Boy, can I understand that. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm understanding it real good right now. There's times that I just think about <laughs> it and I'm like, gosh, that would be nice. And I'd just be done. Yeah. And then, okay. Well, and then you're like, fuck, I'm a girl. And if I hit him, he's going to fucking kill me. No, that wouldn't be my concern. <laughs> no, my concern would just be more legal-wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you deserve to get hit, you deserve to fucking get hit, but... Yeah. Nobody deserves to get a phone thrown at their temple and killed. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe he did. Maybe he was a shithead. I have no idea. I'm just saying that was a lucky Lucky throw, for sure. Or unlucky, depending on which <laughs> side of the phone you're on. If she ends up getting, you know... Uh, this is kind of sweet. Good old Louisiana. Graphic scenes of people having the sex interrupted utility regulators at the Louisiana Public Service Commission meeting on Wednesday, which was held virtually over Zoom. Little, little Zoom sex. The five elected PSC members were set to talk about electricity and phone service during Hurricane Ida controversial issue that has led to lawsuits and threats directed at the commissioners and the utility companies they regulate, like Energy Louisiana. Entergy? Is that a typo? Uh, The Zoom meeting had to adjourn for about 15 minutes while staffers addressed unknown meeting participants who took over the shared screen function and then promptly proceeded to run explicit pornographic videos as commissioners tried to speak. Good for them. Good for them. Good for you. That's what you get for using a platform like fucking Zoom to do your city council meetings. Good Lord. Uh, Constrained by open meetings laws, the PSC had to continue the hearing without banning viewers they could not identify among the usual group of about 200 lawyers, lobbyists, and utility company execs. When the meeting reconvened, PSC Chairman Craig Green A Republican of Baton Rouge said the commissioners would vote quickly on the issues that were on the agenda, then go into reports of outages and recovery efforts from each of the utility and telecommunication companies impacted by the storm. And then we'll talk about some dicks and some pussies. Green said once the required votes were complete, he would adjourn the meeting at the first instance of another disruption. If I see one more dick on screen, I swear to God. So are you 100% sure it was dicks? Oh, I don't know. It was just porn. I just saying dicks is funny. Uh, it was unfortunate and disgusting, huh? Yes. He said after the meeting, apparently the hackers have adequate electricity and internet access. Yeah. It was uh, the meeting continued for another three and a half hours uninterrupted. Commissioners voted on several mostly technical issues that required their action. Uh, So they must decide the proper answer. (laughs) Hurricane Ida destroyed 212 transmission structures and damaged another 296. More than 36,000 distribution poles and 50,000 spans of wire went down, cutting electricity to 1,098,433 custies. Damn. Oof. And that was the second biggest. uh, The first biggest was... 1.3 million taken out by Hurricane Gustav 
back in 09. And uh, twenty five thousand sucks. Yeah, I didn't Especially give a shit if you're about not my... like planned for it. Like if you're not prepared for it, I'm prepared. Are you? Maybe power goes out right now. What do you do? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good job. Okay. More Louisiana. like we were planned for it until some people stole our shit. Yeah, that might Quit be better shit, acquaintance. Huh? Don't steal things, especially from your friends. Jesus. They try and help you out. They're trying to help you out and you steal things? That's not very nice, y'all. That's not very nice at all, you guys. All right. Uh, I think that's it. These last two are dumb, so. <laughs> the last two are dumb. Delete them. All right. Thanks you thought for they were going to be good and then you changed nah, your mind? They were old ones. Oh, so okay. I usually like put in more than I need. That way I can go through them. And those were not ones I needed. So okay. there we go. Uh, email info at thejamhole.com, thejamhole.com. That's the website. Check it out. Make sure to come hang out with us on Discord or Telegram here in the RDAB server. And if you're into shit coins, we have a shitcoiners anonymous channel there. You can come hang out and bullshit with us. Uh, and of course, check out daddysharktoken.com and keep an eye out for that NFT launch coming soon. What did I say? 29th? Something like that. DaddySharkToken.com. That's the website there. Go over to Bandcamp. Get my Greatest Hits album. You'll notice it's up on our website now as well. So you can hit the music link there and it'll take you to all the albums. It's a list like Giant now. So that's dope. Fuck yeah. What else? That. All right. I think that's it. Buy my music, support the show, and get some shark NFTs. That sounds about right. Talk to you next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Check both belts, yo, we're locked and loaded. Coming through to test y'all works of voltage. Like the motherfucking past ain't relevant. Selling these cats on the same old development. Folks packed into the housing projects. Never even known what it's like to prosper. Fuck that, y'all. I thought this was America. Marinating in the raw bold is our character. The fight that's ahead, shit, it won't be easy. It's like the MPP got people greedy. That's the narrative of perpetual progression. And it's civilization's darkest lesson. Don't take it from me. Look the fuck around and know what to look for before it goes down. And Know what you're good for when they come to your town. Cross that threshold and get drunk the fuck really? out. Check out the tech, tech, tech. Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the tech, tech, tech. Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the rhythm. Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the tech, tech, check out the tech, check out the technique. It's better farm your land or it'll get farmed for you. Big farmer farming, hemp the greed's loyal. It's all in these documents I bring forward. The nobles are obviously in league with big oil. When we release the lease on these resources, we need, of course, a briefcase and three sorcerers. Complete with Greek sources and people to pull the trigger when I give these orders. Struggling a while with these disorders. Chaotic neutral, but still wishing he was in orbit. Stonks only go up when did the shit become do or die? Viva Elon Musk would be my battle cry. I mean, somebody's gotta lead the artists into battle when we finally defeat the bosses. Level up shit and shift the wealth and make sure you keep a little bit for yourself. Check out the Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the tech, tech, tech. Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out the rhythm, tech, tech, rhythm. Check out the tech, check out the technique. Check out.